Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, what a crazy night of wrestling this was. Because not only did we have Rampage, but right after that, we had Battle of the Belt 6, I believe. Some people say there's too much wrestling on TV. Also, hello, my friends. My name is Simon Miller at What Culture Wrestling, and thank you very much for joining me for a bumper edition of Ups and Downs. And man, I have checked out too much sports entertainment today. I watched SmackDown, I watched all of these shows, and I gotta go out later. And if I don't see two people doing a predetermined fight, I'm not gonna know if I exist anymore. What does that mean? I really wasn't ready for our first match either, because I guess I hadn't been paying attention, because we were doing round two between Ethan Page and Hook for the FTW title, and this time it was being fought under FTW rules. The flub is that. As it turned out, it just means no disqualification, which does make all the sense in the world, because essentially Ethan Page lost on Wednesday after he got screwed over by Isaiah Cassidy and Matt Hardy. Now, I've never seen Hook in a match like this before, but straight away they were on the outside. (laughs) And Hook was just kicking this guy's ass. I mean, Hook suplexed Page onto the floor almost instantly, and then they were falling through Timmy the Timekeeper's table. I was like, man, I've only had 30 seconds, and like everything has happened. And when they started to fight through the fans, I'd tell you, this was getting a little bit shibbly wibbly. Ethan also went to smash Hook at one point with a chair, but he did that thing and it went boing, and it came off the ropes and hit him in his own head, and it always makes me laugh. And we did see Matt and Isaiah watching from the back. I was like, why the hell wouldn't you come to ringside? Maybe they were scared of Ethan Page. Everybody's inspired by Hardy now because Hook was able to hit a twist of fate at one point. And even though Ethan was able to come back with this massive big boot, which thankfully only hit Hook in the face and didn't touch his wonderful hair, essentially Hook got bored after a while. He was like, listen, bro, I'm just going to apply the red rum. So for the second time in a week, Ethan Page lost by submission but I just want to thank both these guys. I think they are absolutely terrific wrestlers and I appreciate the effort they have put into this tale. We really made sure to whoop Paige as well because afterwards Hook grabbed him and threw him through another table. And isn't it nice that Hook has had a proper feud to sink his teeth into? So let's absolutely find somebody else and do it again because of course now Ethan can feud with Matt Hardy. I'm very excited about because I think there's some more twists and turns coming giving it up. Which is when we had another episode of QTV. Now, a lot of people get mad about these, but I think that may be the point. They were chatting about the fact that come Battle of the Belts, QT Martial and Powerhouse Will Hobbs will be going after the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles, when Aaron Solo acted like he couldn't pronounce Lucha Libre, when QT was all like, man, that flippy shib, you wouldn't catch me dead doing it. We also had one of these lines that make you facepalm, because at one point Martial was told to break a leg when he does go out there, and he responded with, break a leg, who am I? (laughs) 
Dante Martin. Honestly, I just fell on the floor. That really got me. Now, as we are here, I really do hope Dante Martin gets better soon because that was absolutely awful. And this segment ended with everyone going, ha, 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 and just laughing at themselves. So if it is getting under your skin, again, I think that's the whole design of these things. And they really make me chuckle because it's like watching a bunch of idiots just be as stupid as they possibly can be. So I'm giving it up. Keep giving me QTV. And then when we did cut back to the arena, what did I see in the front row? Simon, give me an up. So as always, as the t-shirt says, you just make me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. I just don't even know what to say about it anymore. I mean, the fact that you go out there, you buy a marker pen, you buy your cardboard, and you decide to put my stupid catchphrase on that piece of paper. Well, I love you. I'm going to give you all the hugs in the world, and I just want to be your best friend. I shall also obey, because you are the king slash queen. Have it up, my friends. Thank you very much. This craziness with the acclaimed and the Jericho Appreciation Society then continued we did indeed have an eight-man tag. Because it was LSG, Bobby Orlando and the Infantry taking on Matt Menard, Angelo Parker, Max Caster and Anthony Bowens. And I really don't know why the acclaimed agreed to this. Because when Max Caster came out and did his rap, he was like, man, these dudes are more annoying than Marjorie Taylor Greene. I was like, oh boy, that is a shot's fire. This was over pretty quick too, because the acclaimed were able to hit Sesame Timbers, and then we got the arrival as Max Caster hit the mic drop. But when they all got together and raised their hands in the air, we're like, oh my gosh, we did it. We're the best people ever. Jake Hagar, who had accompanied the JS to ringside, he attacked Daddy Ass when all of a sudden 2.0 were attacking the acclaimed. So this was all one big ruse. And I was like, I told you, Caster and Bowens, why did you trust them to begin with? Oh, because they took you on a carousel ride. That's a trick as old as time. But look, of course, this was obvious and you knew it was going to happen and they just act like such idiots. It's entertaining. And look, this is a fine feud to do on TV. I'm happy that more people are being featured. But I do kind of have this feeling in my tootsie toes that maybe we shouldn't have taken the tag team championships off the acclaimed. However, it's wrestling. They can always win them back. Mostly, because I like everybody in these, it means I like it when I'm watching it, which is the most unpoetic thing I've ever said. Look, again, there was a lot of wrestling on TV, all right? Leave me alone. Uh, so I've Strickland then popped up and was all like, oh man, do I have a surprise for you later? Because maybe I've got a new mogul and he wasn't lying. When we cut to Darby Allen versus Lee Moriarty. And yep, these two things were going to tie in. And the craziest part is that Jim Ross told us beforehand that Darby had been in a car accident yesterday and he was still wrestling. So this is what I need to happen. We need to get a medical team in there and we need to test to see if Darby Allen is human. And if the results come back negative, I am not gonna be surprised. I'm really intrigued to see what we are doing here because we did see Sammy Guevara and Ty Conte watching from the back. So we're still building to this four pillars match. But after Darby had beaten Lee Moriarty in what was a very good match, we had quite the swerve. And yes, that is me doing a very bad pun. Deal with it. And Moriarty still found time to throw Allen into Barry Barricade. So I sat there all grumpy, like, what did Bazza ever do? Why do we have to keep beating him up? He's just trying to do his job. When Allen was able to fight back, he hit the coffin drop and he got the one, two, three. But when he was leaving, Swerve came out. It was like, oh, hey, dogs, my old pal, because they do have history together, as the commentators told us. They were going to shake hands when Brian Cage teleported in from the dad Starship Enterprise. And he gave Darby Allen this airplane spin or an F5, whatever the hell you want to call it. He basically just 
foibled around a couple of times and he went headfirst into the floor. And I was like, well, that's it. He's dead. So, of course, it became very clear very quickly that Brian Cage is Swerve Strickland's new mogul. And I was like, oh, man, that's actually a really good pairing. I like it a lot. And because this match was good, too, I am going to give it an up. But have we just abandoned Swerve Strickland versus Keith Lee? Because Keith is now focused on Chris Jericho and we have this. Now, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to do my thing that I always do. And then we're going to get to Dynamite and somehow the streams are going to cross. And I'll be like, man, why am I such an idiot? Why do I do these things? But with that said, we should have done Swerve versus Lee about six months ago. I think the story has been going on for about a year. And I'm just getting impatient, man. I'm going to be dead one day. What if I die tomorrow? Then I could be devastated that I never saw this match. So once again, I do have to give it a down. But yeah, I always do this. And then the story proves me wrong. But that's why it's great to be impulsive. And then we had the best sit-down interview ever. I'm not joking. So it was Jade Cargill and Ty Valkyrie. And of course, they were arguing over the fact that it should be them that gets to use their finishing move. And Ty was all like, man, I've been using that for ages. Maybe you should care about history. And Jade was like, but I don't care about history and I don't care about you. They started shouting at each other. It looked like they were going to brawl before this got broken up. But the real joy of this segment is that Ty Valkyrie was able to talk and she is so damn good. Like, she was spitting fire in Jade Cargill's face. And you totally believe, oh, man, when they do get to the match, maybe Tyre can win. And why the flub not? I mean, I really do feel like the undefeated streak isn't really giving us much anymore. So maybe we do pull the trigger. But either way, just giving Valkyrie a few minutes to let things come out of her mouth. I thought this would actually endear her to the AEW audience. Remind you what she's good at. I am giving it an up. Also, it was an argument that children would have had. It works for me. Which brought us to a surprising main event. Julia Hart versus Anna JAS. Hell yeah. Because Rampage is an interesting show in an interesting position anyway. So why not try new things? Also, when you actually think about the future, it's only going to benefit wrestlers like this because you're putting them in a brand new position and you're saying, fly, my pretties, fly. We also established that Anna is definitely the heel here because she jumped heart in the early going when Julia proved that clearly she does watch wrestling because she grabbed JAS and she threw it into Barry Barricade. Once again, I was like, that is... You're having such a big evening, no one is ever going to... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Listen to us. They were really going after Barry as well, because at one point, Julia Hart was basically upside down as Anna JS just threw her into this poor man. So I was on the phone to HR again saying, why don't you care? You've done absolutely nothing. And really, this was such a beating. It was kind of like watching your big sister put down a woman. It really did feel like we were trying to pitch Julia Hart, though, as a baby face that tries to fight from underneath. Because Anna Jay kept going for the Queen Slayer, but try as she might, Julia just wasn't going to deal with it. Which is when they brawled to the outside, and Hart had a great idea, and she went, and she spat the damn mist into Anna Jay's face when she got in the ring. And hit the most devastating move in all the sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, and she got the one, two, three. And I don't think I've ever seen those two moves go together. I liked it. It also feels absolutely massive because I don't think I've ever seen Julia Hart win on TV. And of course, it continues everything between the Jericho Appreciation Society and the House of Black, which we did tease a few weeks ago. So I am going to give it an up. Also pull down the board. The surprise roll-up counter put another one on it. Orange Cassidy's music then hit because we were going straight into Battle of the Belt and Julia Hart looked at him like someone that had interrupted her wedding. Like, why are you here? But of course, the Ben's friends at the House of Black are also feuding. And it turned out that our international title was on the line because Orange was taking on none other than Drillistico. As ever though, this was just so much fun. I don't care who you are. I don't care if your name is Brian, if your name is Dave, if your name is Sarah. I totally think that Orange Cassidy is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Because he gets to the ring, he understands his gimmick, he understands how to blend goofy and serious wrestling, and he just never misses. I think it's time to give him his damn flowers. Drillistico also knows what he's doing. Because both guys had come out with all their respective pals, at one point they started brawling and eventually they went to the back. But this only kicked off because Jose, the assistant, was being an absolute goober. And who was the one guy that was allowed to stay at ringside? It was Jose. So I was like, referee, what are you doing? The piece of fruit was still able to fight back with this Mishinoka driver for a two count when Drillisco hit this springboard code breaker. But nothing was as silly or as crazy as the springboard Hurricane Rana he hit. And seriously, if you have 30 seconds today and you find yourself bored, which would be very weird, it's just 30 seconds, going to pass very quick, make sure you check out this maneuver. I mean, it didn't make any sense. He also followed it up with the Lamistica, meaning he did that and then tried to win by submission. So I was like, Trulistico, you just trying to do it all. When eventually they fell to the outside, Cassidy gave the orange punch to Jose, the assistant, because he'd been a dickhead. When he got back in the ring, he hit another one on Trulistico he pinned him for the three and he retained his belt. Honestly, this championship run has been pretty damn good. We haven't had one bad match 
getting it up. Malachi Black soon appeared on the screen after this, as it turned out we were going to continue all these feuding, because he was like, oh man, Orange Cassidy, you're a really good wrestler, but maybe come Dynamite, you should take on Buddy Matthews. So I was like, oh man, we should definitely do that, because do you remember the brief interaction they had on Wednesday? It was so flipping good. So now I'm excited, and this is exactly the kind of stuff I want, from All Elite Wrestling. We then had a brief video reminding us that Jay White has signed with AEW when good grief. We were chatting to Mark Briscoe, who promised to keep on fighting after his loss at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, when Jay Lethal walked up to him and said, listen, Mark, we have a long history together. I think we're super duper good friends, so I've got a group, why don't you join? And amazingly, Mark Briscoe is like, oh man, I think that's a good idea, sign me up. This is when Sanjay Dutt, Satnam Singh and Jeff Jarrett entered the picture. They were all over the moon. And I think in this moment, Mark Briscoe is like, oh man, I shouldn't have done this. And the look on his face was so good. So now we are going to have these people together with probably Mark desperately trying to get out of it. And I just had a whirlwind of emotions here because this could be the most entertaining thing ever. Every single person in this totally understands their role. Honestly, the excitement that's coming out of my tum-tum for something that was as nothing as this, but you can smell it in the air. I think it's going to be an absolute riot. I'm giving it up. Jake Cargill versus Billy Starks for the TBS titles after this. It's everything I like about wrestling. And why? Because if you just go do a little bit of research on the internet, you will see that Billy Starks is smashing it right now. She is flying all over the world doing some sports entertainment, but she's only flipping 18 years old. And if I didn't tell you that, you'd never know. Her experience is absolutely ridiculous. And this must have been her biggest challenge to date. What did she do? She smashed it. Now, there were a few spots here and there that didn't go to plan, but again, they're human beings. And Cargill basically sold this like, oh, I have to fight Billy Sparks, do I? But even though she went after her in the early going, from nowhere, Bill hit her with a hurricane rana, and she knocked her to the outside. The crowd were absolutely behind Starks as well, which is really cool, and she was able to flatten Jade Cargill with a flatliner. It stands to reason. But very sadly, when she went for the Swanton Bomb, Jade got her knees up, she hit the jaded, and she got the one, two, three. Because I'm a believer, I thought maybe, just maybe, she could be the one. She wasn't. Taya Valkyrie also appeared afterwards, and actually here they got into it a little bit more than usual, because she was going to hit Jade Cargill with the road to Valhalla before she ran away. So I can presume we will be doing that match soon, as we've already talked about on Rampage. Maybe Taya can win, I don't see a problem with that. But seriously, overall, I am going to give this an up. If I was AEW... I probably signed Billy Starks yesterday, which means you would need a time machine. Don't worry about it. Sometimes I swear too, AEW is written just for me. So we were with Michael Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler, who had a very specific question to answer. What do you do when those who have to stand up to bullies are no longer around to stand up to bullies? You have to stand up to bullies. Look, they said it far better than that, but would you leave me alone? Nakazawa also started to shout, no more, no more. And this was actually Super Serious 9000. Because basically, the Blackpool Combat Club keep taking out members of the elite. So now these two are going to stand up to them on Dynamite. Now look, they're going to get absolutely murdered. They're going to get absolutely killed. But the way they delivered this... Oh, it's like, you damn right. It also means when they are ended, they will be ended as heroes. But I like the way that we're just injecting little things into this. And we're portraying the BCC as absolute killers. And that is what's going to happen in a few days' time. 
as much as I'm excited about it, I'm also a little bit worried. We did have a quick chat with QT Marshall and Powerhouse Hobbs and the Lucha Brothers, because that is our main event for the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles. And they walked to the ring. I thought they had a fun match. As ever, Penta kept doing his talks. I'm pretty sure he's got a sticky D-pad, so we can't help it. And this crowd absolutely love booing QT Martial. So don't you come in my house and tell me he doesn't get it. He does. It was essentially QT Martial getting wrecked until he was able to get the tag to powerhouse Will Hobbs. But even then, Phoenix saw the TNT champion coming, so he whammed him right in the head. Now, maybe that screwed his brain up a little bit, because powerhouse then went to thump the Lucha Brothers, but he accidentally hit QT instead. Phoenix was then able to hit a big old 2023 wrestling dive when Hobbs and QT got back in the same page and they started to throw those bones. And the whole time, the crowd was just ragging on QT. I very much enjoyed this relationship. Phoenix was also able to super kick him right in the kiss. And when he got the hot tag to Penta, who basically got in there and was like, Wee! he started talking again. This guy's obsessed. It didn't really work either as Powerhouse and Martial were able to take him out with a double tackle. Once again, they were just thumping on it. I was like, imagine we made them the ROH tag team titles. It's never going to happen. Eventually, Phoenix got the hot tag, although he'd already had a hot tag, so I suppose it's the balling tag. And he too hit this ridiculous springboard Hurricane Rana. Like, it wasn't as silly as his coach from earlier, but my word, these two were competing. He also had the whole thing one when he did a damn splash off Penta's shoulders onto QT. But Powerhouse broke that up. Then Martial was back on his feet. He hit the diamond cutter, went from nowhere. Phoenix also hit a destroyer. Everybody was down. The crowd went, yeah. The QTV crew then hit the ring and they took out Alex Abrahantes as QT all of a sudden smashed out the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. Plus he put his feet on the ropes. Plus Aaron Solo was holding his tootsie toes. But somehow the Lucha Brothers were still able to kick out. It all then just went crazy as Powerhouse and Penta were fighting on the outside when Phoenix was like, look, I'm already sat here on QTL Martial's shoulders. He hit the Hurricane Rana, which is kind of the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, but not really. He got the one, two, three. And if you looked at Hobbs' face here, he looked pretty damn furious. We are planting those seeds. Almost like this was the plan from the beginning. So this was just a fun old main event, and I certainly enjoyed myself, so I am going to give it an up. But I will say this. The Battle of the Belt show totally came out of nowhere like I wasn't expecting anything at all. Which brought us to the end of two hours worth of AEW content and I am going to give it an up. Like I say, it was just a bunch of matches and while some of them didn't really feel like they had any direction, I still had a good time. That's what life is all about. Enjoying yourself is fine by me. Now please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about both shows. Like the video, share the video and subscribe. Click one of the videos on the screen to see what you think about it. And you can go to whatculture.com and you can follow us on social media at whatculturewwe inside the Miller 316. Now I must lay down, <laughs> four hours of wrestling, especially when it has so many different content, is a lot for old Miller. Take care of yourself. Have a great weekend. See you soon. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't right Hold now. it in. Hold and our current faves. In. Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. 
and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.